Hey, Dad. Answering your call. <laughs> Just to tell you I'm recording. <laughs> and that I really miss all our friends. <laughs> Cold open. <laughs> oh, no. Bottomless Bubbles Podcast. I am Jonna. And I'm Amalia. Today, I got us a bottle of something I've never had before. Found it at Total Wine. Classic. Um, the packaging sold me. It really didn't take much. It was just covered in yellow flowers and yellow flamingos. There was also a rosé version of this. It's very much your aesthetic. I was worried it would be a little yeah. too sweet. So I was like, I'll just get the yellow one because it is a cava, which y'all know is my favorite cava brute. And Prestige Cuvée by Monis Troll, Selection Especial. I really couldn't say anything more about this. It's from New York, according to the bottle. Whatever I really was means. like, this is pretty. It's about 10 bucks. Yeah. Purchased. I feel like a lot of times we're like, eh, it was uh, 10 bucks or less, so I, got, I just got it. It's approximately yeah. my price point for things. So. Yeah. That would be why I bought it. I've never tried it. Hopefully it's tasty. Uh, not too long ago, I went to Total Wine and literally just went and got a few bottles of wine, a couple bottles of bubbles, and it was my goal for the shopping trip was everything under $10. All of the things under $10, not all together. Yes, all of the things. Individually. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Boom. That was great. Yeah. I feel like usually at Total Wine, you can find some good stuff for under 10 bucks. So hopefully this doesn't disappoint. Not a ton of foam, but maybe I'm just great at pouring. We <laughs> shall see. <laughs> I suppose. I'm excited to try a, another cava. Maybe we'll have to go back to like a real French champagne I suppose. Soon. We've done Spanish a lot of stuff. We've done a lot of cavas and a lot of just like. That's because personally, my favorite is cava. I I mean, yeah. I can. I really do get down with champagne, but. I love champagne. Cava love does it for me. It. Yeah. I feel like I'm very excited for this episode. Again, talking about my favorite place in the whole wide world. Wisconsin. Oh. Wisconsin. Let's go, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I do love Wisconsin. Yeah. Talking about the state that we are from. I was born and raised here. I've lived here as long as Amalia I lived in Illinois. It's an honorary Wisconsinite. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, a lot of great things come out of Wisconsin. Me. That I think people don't really know about and like. I think a lot of times people think of, like, Wisconsin as just, like, fat cheese heads. 
while that may be partially true, there's <laughs> other great things yeah. about us. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think it's exciting. And I am glad that it comes from somewhere that I'm, like, proud to be, mm-hmm. like, from here. I feel like there's a lot of positives, so. Oof. All right. Molly took her first sip, and I don't know how I feel about her face. I haven't taken a sip yet. I don't know how I feel about what I tasted, quite frankly. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'll do, pig. Is it's not my favorite that we've had. <laughs> I think it's prettier than it tastes. <laughs> yeah. But I think if we smelled it in orange juice, yeah, it'd be it a would great be great mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Hmm. I don't have any OJ, otherwise I wouldn't volunteer to correct this, but yeah. Maybe it just needs a few more tastes. Yeah. Maybe I need to get the I don't know, whatever flavor is in my mouth out of it. The Jimmy Jones. <laughs> I had a piece of gum after, so oh, I see. Perhaps that was it. Um, yeah. Alright, so let's just get right into it. I mm-hmm. was born and raised in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I was born in Cudahy, which is where the hospital is right next door to South Milwaukee. Raised in South Milwaukee. Went to high school, as you all know, in South Milwaukee. Went to college in Milwaukee. Currently live in Milwaukee County. I've really branched out. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I really enjoy it here. I feel like you get the small town feel while also being in like a bigger city, mm-hmm. which I think is really great that you can be just like 15 minutes out of like downtown, but also feel like you're like on a farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in Illinois in a Chicagoland suburb, at least an hour outside of the city. So that was definitely more like suburban kind of metro area. And then we moved to Wisconsin high school, like y'all learned when I was 15. So now I've been here about the same amount of time. Um, I, I guess I would consider myself from Wisconsin at this point. I definitely identify more with the Wisconsinite things than I do Mm -hmm. with the Illinois things about me um but I yeah definitely grew up on a farm throughout high school and then college went out to Waukesha and really developed an affection for Milwaukee yeah even though again just like a suburb of Milwaukee but going into the city always has like brightened my heart like I can like yeah Yeah. driving to Milwaukee every single time even now It, like, my heart feels lighter the closer I get into the city on 94. There is something about, like, driving into Milwaukee and, like, it's not like we have a cool, like, skyline or, like... Oh, and on 94 is literally the most boring drive on the planet. the most boring drive, but, like, I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. I truly do love Milwaukee. There's, like, an energy that, like, vibes out of it and just, like, soaks into your bones. Yeah. I remember, like, being in high school and, like, driving with my best friend like we'd go downtown and we'd go to like these super just like terrible shows that like the worst type of bands would be putting on Mm -hmm. at like the uwm um like union hall and it was like the tiniest stage and it would just be like just crappy music (laughs) not good (laughs) in any way but like you know like you knew the person or like just driving around downtown hitting like pizza shuttle and Mm -hmm. like probably doing things you shouldn't do when you're like 16 
I don't know. It was just so much fun, though. Like, I have so many memories tied to so many parts of the city. And I love it for all of them. Yeah. All of my, like, college memories are definitely tied to Milwaukee. My high school memories, I guess, could probably happen anywhere in, like, Midwestern countrysides as far as, like, bonfires out back and yeah country the really rural. country boys riding their yeah. tractors in on the last day of school like what's that oh, <laughs> wasn't a thing for a you tractor parade yeah so, no because um, i went to school in a, <laughs> in a city of like twenty eight thousand yeah. people <laughs> on the last day of school every year all of the farm boys would ride their tractors into school which meant they had to get up at like 4 a.m which probably was not abnormal for them but they would have to take their tractors all the way into town park them outside the school they took up like part of the parking lot (laughs) and it was just like a cool thing for like all the farmer kids to do it's very fun that's really pure i guess i didn't realize that was not a normal thing no if you're in the city no one's driving their tractors because no one has tractors (laughs) we all have regular residential homes of like You have, like, a quarter of an acre. Yeah. (laughs) Your house in a a garage. (laughs) That's what you have. Yeah. Wow, that's really funny. Wow, I'm mind blown that that was not, like, a regular occurrence. I feel like... But I feel like around the rest of Wisconsin, that's definitely, like, if I asked Ben, who grew up in Wausau... that's true. He would probably say, oh, yeah, we'd, like, they definitely did that on, like, senior prank day or whatever. I could see that in the more rural areas versus... Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, no. One's, I'm like I feel like no one's gonna not, drive a tractor. Not that I'm like the oddball, but, but like, yeah, I feel like more people in Wisconsin have your experience than mine because yeah. I definitely feel like there's not a ton far, of metro areas. I'm gonna say there's far more like rural farm area mm-hmm. in Wisconsin than big city. Yeah, quote unquote big city. It's not like it's like <laughs> it's that not large Chicago. of a city, right? Like, yeah. yeah, when you compare it to like other large mm-hmm. cities in the country or even the world, it's very very small Mm -hmm. but (sighs) still love it yeah i absolutely (laughs) love it i wish there was a good way to describe like why it's i feel like milwaukee is very underrated Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people just dismiss it and i think nationally like people think of wisconsin as just like the fat cheese heads Mm -hmm. and like that's really all our state has to offer is like cheese and beer which, like, don't get me wrong, we have a fuckload of cheese and beer. We have so many microbreweries everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cheese, we have top-rated cheeses in the world. Like, it's you great. that, London boys? Yeah. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, again. We told you two years ago, and you're hearing it again. <laughs> um, yeah. But I just think, like, it gets such a bad rep of, like, Oh yeah, what are you gonna go to Milwaukee and just eat cheese and drink beer? Like, yeah, sounds like a sounds good time great. To me. Like, <laughs> frankly, we have so <laughs> many other things to offer that, like, I just think people don't even mm-hmm. really recognize. I think that food in M- MKE slash Wisconsin overall is more evolved than people really think. We definitely have like classics that, like. I think are very specific to the state. They're stereotyped for sure. Yeah, like I think like brats are one thing that are very Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Bratwurst is my favorite food. I know. <laughs> it's 
so I love a brat and crow. <laughs> I'm living in the right place, obviously. Um, I think like raw cheese curds, like squeaky curds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are definitely a thing here, and I don't think there are very many other places. Yeah, like even the fried cheese curds are common. Like, like the squeaky curds, or like the cheese whips. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mozzarella. Yeah, like the whipped like strings, not mm-hmm. like string cheese, but yeah. Those are definitely, I think, also something that's very specific to Wisconsin. Mm. You're just topping my favorite Bloody Mary. I know. That's literally what I'm thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Also, okay, so you've traveled through the United States a lot more than I have, like much more extensively, I feel like. Is there anywhere else that you've been that has done like hot ham and rolls on Sunday? Oh, what? What? Wait, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hot ham and rolls? Yeah, I... You guys never did that? mm Dude, hot ham and rolls was, like, the bomb. Is that a Milwaukee thing, maybe? It might be. I just, like, assumed, because everyone that I know knows about hot ham and rolls. On Sunday, like, you go to the deli, or, like, your local pick and save, or, like, Century, or the pig. Mm-hmm. You get fresh rolls from the deli. They have hot ham. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, shaved or, like, they do sliced or shaved. I like sliced, so it's not as, like, thin and, like, flaky. Uh, yeah. Hot ham sandwich. Is Maybe that it? Like butter just... or mustard. Some people put some cheese on there, but. So we make that at home, but that's just because I thought that my family was just, like, into ham. Yeah, like, hot ham and rolls on Sundays. Oh. It's, like, so a thing. It's kind of like the London, yeah. like, Sunday roast. I mean, I guess. I just, like, remember... Where it's, like, a traditional, like... It's just, like, every Sunday. Yeah, so, like, Mm -hmm. every Sunday, like, if you go to, like, Pick and Save, Mm -hmm. they will have... If you go to, like, the deli section, they will have, like, a thing that's hot ham with, like, rolls on, like, a thing right next to it. The rolls just, like, buns? Yeah, they're just, like... Fresh buns. They're just, like, fresh buns out of the... Out of, like, the bakery. Uh Yeah. It's so good. We'll do a poll, because I thought that that was, like, the most common thing in Wisconsin. I thought that it was, like, equivalent to, like, Friday fish fry. Which is a Wisconsin thing, I feel like. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, nationwide, but I think in Wisconsin, it's, there's not a restaurant that doesn't fish fry. I think it's mostly a Wisconsin On a Friday. Thing. Like, for sure. I don't know anywhere that actually does a fish fry better than Wisconsin. Fight me. Change my mind. <laughs> we had a lot of um, fish and chips in London and... Loki, I don't know that I would say that any of the fried fish was actually better than some of the fried fish that we've had here. Yeah. Like, that's fair enough. I, do you think that the Wisconsin fish fry here is because a lot of like Catholic people immigrated here? I have no idea. From Europe? Because like the whole fish on Fridays for Lent is like a very big deal. But I feel like there's just, like, other regions of the country that also are extremely Catholic. Right, like, like, Boston. I was going to say, go to Boston. Do they have fish fry every Friday? Right. Like, is, is that a thing? good like, as ours? Probably not, because we use beer batter, baby. <laughs> <laughs> beer batter. Probably a beer from Wisconsin, which makes it even better. Yeah, just a little spotted cow <laughs> beer batter. Yeah. Can't even buy that in other states, so mm-hmm. go away. <laughs> yeah. Fish fry is... Yeah. Really quite the tradition. And, like, I can think of all of the, like, fish fries that I've tried around Madison. Specifically mm-hmm. being, like, all right, we're going to seek out the best fish fry, which the Waypoint Public House has a killer fish fry. I almost feel like a big 
part of fish fry is like how good is your tartar sauce oh yeah because like tartar sauce. so i love <laughs> tartar sauce me too so much i like my french fries on tartar dude is that blasphemous yes. no i okay, love it good I so like <laughs> one when Corona hit and we went to carry out only mm-hmm. at Third Coast. Um, we were doing Friday night fish fry because we're like it was during Lent, so we're like, mm-hmm. what can we sell and maybe sell a lot of? Yeah, fish fries. We would low key sell like fifty of them a night, which mm-hmm. is like really, really that was really good for what times were, and like the tartar sauce and the coleslaw. That we would make in-house were literally so good. I love coleslaw. You made a face. Yeah, coleslaw is not for me. Coleslaw. What is, What about coleslaw do you not like? Oh, I love it. It's cold. <laughs> you don't like cold food? <laughs> you know I don't like cold food. You mean we just ate cold need... subs. Okay, that is a very new addition for me. What? To eat cold sandwiches. Yeah. You know, I have cold a... Cold sandwiches? I didn't know this about you. Not a very what? long time. Cold yeah. food? You don't eat cold food? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I generally won't eat cold food. I won't eat raw vegetables. Salad is my bottom favorite food of all time. I like warm, hot food all the time. I don't... Like, eating cold cereal, like, with milk mm-hmm. and stuff, Yum. I haven't done it in so long. I just... Wow, there's something about, about cold you. food that wow. really... Even I'm learning things about you as time goes on. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. I don't know what it is about coleslaw. Just, I think I've always told myself I don't like coleslaw. I think my mom doesn't like it. Ooh. And I kind of adapted those, yeah. like, mom says she doesn't like mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. Of which I, I love mayonnaise. I just found out because I just but thought I didn't like it. I love, especially the coleslaw that we were making at Third Coast for fish fries. It was so good. So, like, obviously we did, like, from scratch. It's not like we bought, like, Mm -hmm. a mix. But they would do, like, cabbage and carrots and, like, whatever else. But we would add in Calabrian honey or Calabrian chilies into it. So there was, like, a little, like, spicy element to it. Mm -hmm. So good. And, like, the tartar sauce is just so good. Literally just dunking fries left Mm -hmm. and right. Wow. Yeah, I'm definitely about the like triple tartar sauce on the yeah, side. Extra, of my... extra tartar <laughs> for sure. Especially if there's chips with it. French fries. Man, Wisconsin food. I, re- I really feel like I could talk about it all day. Like, yeah. state fair food. Dude, I was just going to say state or fair. Or any other fair food. Yeah. Green County has the Green County Fair, but also we have Cheese Days down in Monroe, which is like definitely one of the biggest festivals in the world for cheese people come from everywhere for it it's only every other year because it's so big i i guess i think that's why it is it's just like a lot on the a lot on the city and like planning and stuff but they have these fresh cheese curds that are literally fried in like pancake batter they're so good and like tossed (laughs) in salt it is just People, like, line up for hours to get these cheese curds. Dude. And it's, like, the best, like, fair food you could possibly yes, have. I love, like, state <laughs> fair. Like, so, Wisconsin state fair is also in Milwaukee. It's in West Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, I always, that's where we just went every year because it's only 15 minutes away from where I grew up. So, just going there, everything is deep fried. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a joke. I feel like it's almost a joke now. Like, it's, like, meme to, like, 
what can we deep fry and throw on a stick? Right. As far as like state fair food, but like low key, everything's so good. Like the amount of different types of like curds and just everything. And like everything is like produced here, which I think is really cool. Okay, but what about like deep fried butter at yeah. the fair? Uh, fuck that. Like, right, like what do you deep fried like, cheesecake? Why? Why does I that mean, need that to be a probably thing? is really good. <laughs> Loki, that's probably so thing? tasty. Like, because I think of like deep fried cheesecake and then I think of like deep fried ice cream. And I'm like, deep fried ice cream is low key so delicious. Because it's like hot mm-hmm. and like icy cold. And I think cheesecake is kind of similar where like you're just getting like a creamy, rich bite, but it's so crunchy and warm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm not. Uh, opposed to that kind of thing but i do think there's definitely some frivolous items at the state fair that are stupid and (laughs) no one needs to be eating deep fried butter it's literally just stupid (laughs) like also like you're throwing this butter in a deep fryer like isn't it just liquid by the time you put it in your mouth like i think it's breaded that's what i'm saying like what are you breading a frozen (laughs) cube of butter and throwing it into the deep fryer like what's the point you wouldn't just eat a pad of butter. Hopefully not. So why are you deep frying it and then eating it? Like, yeah. how can I make this butter more unhealthy? More delicious, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> because butter is great. I feel like a lot of these foods end up getting put into, like, Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like drinks in Wisconsin are also, like, very specific to the state. Mm-hmm. I think of, like, Bloody Marys and, like, ever that I've been and had bloodies, nobody does a bloody like they do here. Mm-hmm. They're either, like, very boring and bland. Like, they're no, never They're just, spicy. like, tomato juice and vodka mm-hmm. with, like, a celery stock in it. Or they're, like, excessively spicy where I'm, like, I don't even taste anything other than, like, the fire sauce you just poured in here. Mm-hmm. Where, like, here I feel like you get, like, these nice concoctions of like celery salt and like you know tabasco and all these other things that go into making a great bloody mary mix and then like the accoutrement that goes on top of it is just always like a meal in itself it's like the appetizer to your meal especially if you're hungover right like not feeling great and just knowing like i just need like a little bit of alcohol and a little bit yeah, of food we've talked the, about this on like our brunch, the brunch episode. episode yeah right it's like i just need something to get me from but just here like till a, the meal a few sips of tomato juice with vodka isn't gonna do that like no. i need to like crunch on some like i need like the pickle i need maybe the celery bacon, like in a bacon yeah cheese curd. i was gonna say a bacon a little, stick but like you need like a little yeah, bit of fat a little to sustenance like, to just give like your body sit some... in your tummy mm-hmm. and i think that like wisconsin knows that we're all alcoholics so <laughs> we really just enhance the bloody to meet those needs <laughs> yeah i can think of also like old fashions people here are like crazy with their old so fashions they're all about the brandy old-fashioned mm-hmm sweet yep and that's very different than what an actual like traditional old-fashioned is which people here will fight you and say that that is what an old-fashioned is and everyone else is wrong (laughs) yeah so the old-fashioned should just be whiskey simple and a little bit of bitter unlike that's it but instead we like crush up fruit in the bottom of it model an orange some cherries Mm -hmm. and then yeah, put in some brandy instead of whiskey. Most mm-hmm. of the time, some people ask for 
Whiskey. Some people will ask, yeah. Yeah. A cube of sugar and then top it with Sierra Mist or 7-Up or whatever yeah. is on tap on the gun. So There's... it's just like... A cup of sugar with some brandy. So in it. good though. I don't know. The there's a place in Milwaukee, Boone and Crockett. They make the best old fashions. They're like a really balanced old fashioned where I okay. feel like you get all the things that like you just mentioned, but it's not like here's my cup of sugar <laughs> and a shot of brandy. That's They're all like I very can good. Think about and with they, old fashions when I make them as a bartender. So they will ask you. You can order an old fashioned. They're like whiskey brandy sweet or sour Mm -hmm. and those are the only questions and you just answer it and then they pass you the most delicious old-fashioned you will ever have sweet or sour is just the difference of adding like seven up or squirt squirt. yeah yeah a sour soda yeah but i still feel like that's still a hundred percent sugar soda going into your cocktail yeah just saying Mm. next time you're in milwaukee we should go there for a cocktail because theirs are very good pretty tasty they're very close to merriment too so if you can get like a merriment burger or brunch <laughs> one head there for a cocktail if we ever leave merriment <laughs> yeah true we tend to just stay until dinner time mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like we should go uh i also feel like light beers oh yeah are like king yeah in- pbr like as many <laughs> breweries as there are and as many like micro brews as all of these breweries have mm-hmm. somehow like Miller Lite and like PBR and like Coors, well Coors Light's not even Coors from here, but like not Chicago, Colorado. Yeah, but yeah. it's like people drink the shit or like Bud Light, which is also not from here. St. Louis, yeah. But it's like their king, Bush Bush Light, Bush Latte. Yeah, I'm very fond of old style. Whoa, really? Yeah. That was unexpected. I know. It's a very hot take. Yeah. But I'm like, what? If I'm going, like, dive bar, I'm asking, do you have old style? And if they do, I'm drinking an old style. I feel like if I'm going to a bar and asking for a beer, I almost always just ask for a Bud Light. Yeah. If I'm drinking, like, a light beer out. That definitely was me. Yeah. Like, when I first started drinking beer. Yeah. Kind of in college-ish. I can remember my friend Matt being like... Oh, yeah, like, let's have a couple beers this night or whatever. And be like, I'm only having Bud Light. And he just would, like, tolerate it because of me. <laughs> and eventually I was like, oh, I actually really like craft beer. And he's like, do you know how many Bud Lights I had to drink because of you? You're like, bro, you could have got whatever you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes it is easier just going up to a bartender and be like, two Bud Lights. Yeah. Instead of like, mm-hmm. what do you have on tap? Yeah, let me look at your list of 37 yeah. craft beers. Sometimes, which... honestly, like, yeah, bars here, I feel like, tend to have so many tap beers, and sometimes it's overwhelming to me because I have really bad eyesight, and I literally can't see the tappers a if lot of times. If they're not going to give you a very nice printout of, mm-hmm. like, what's the beer, where is it from, what's its percentage, what style of beer it yeah. is, then, yeah, I don't want to read your whiteboard your... yeah. that you wrote everything on your with your chalkboard that's already writing. halfway erased, or... Mm-hmm not even have that and have to just literally like try and figure out what the tap handles just, are like, squinting yeah like, across the bar sometimes i just order something because i know what the tap handle is because i've gotten it before right. at other places yeah. and i'll like, have that sam adams which i hate i feel like a lot of but times i'm I like see oh I'll take... <laughs> luckily like i know what my favorite beer mm-hmm. tap handles are now because you know mm-hmm. it's been a long time so like a lot of times in milwaukee like for sure like river west stein 
which is a lake rum brewery. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite beers of all time. It's mm-hmm. so good. Luckily in Milwaukee, because it's a Milwaukee brewery, they have it at almost every bar or restaurant. Like, it's just always on tap. It's always like the go-to until I can look at a list or like find a list somewhere. Yeah, I'm like, I'll just like a reverse sign. Uh, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the, all panicky. I'm like yeah, sweating. Yeah, the pressure that like bartenders can put on people because I I get where they're coming from. Is like I got a lot of people to serve, but yeah, if or you're like sit there, sometimes like, oh, when like they see. don't have a list handy, and you're like, well, what do you have on tap? Especially when there's like a tap on like both sides of the bar mm-hmm. and they're like different they're not you the can same only see and you can only see them. yeah you can only see half of them mm-hmm. and the bartenders be like uh river sign oktoberfest blah 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 like low funk sour blah 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 and like it's like wait i literally only caught like three of what you just said mm-hmm. and you said 12 different beers but now i don't want to ask you again so whatever the first thing you said so was. i'll just take that <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever like you like definitely a thing i feel like like i'm proud of uh the amount of beer that comes out of wisconsin just really quality there's some very quality brews Mm -hmm. i live very close to eagle park brewery Mm -hmm. um they have a location in milwaukee and in muskego and they have come out with so many good like brew like beers sours and seltzers this year that i'm like really happy that i only live three minutes from the brewery because they're so good. Yeah. I yeah. remember before pandemic, one of my favorite things to do would be to, like, check out a new brewery and, like... Yeah, like, hit a tap room. Spend the mm-hmm. afternoon there, like, trying a bunch of different beers, like, doing a flight. Or if yeah. it's one that I'm familiar with, like, a few of the ones in Milwaukee that have, like, Third Space has a great... Third Space is great. Space. Mm-hmm. Which, like, is implied in their name, right? Yeah. Like, they wanted to not be home or work, but, like, your Third Space. Yeah. Sounds like where they got yep. their name, and it's just like the most fun place to go yeah. and just like play some bags or some games with like yep. a group of friends. And I've been to the Lakefront really Brewery um, in Milwaukee too, and like they also have like a huge like it's like a food hall basically, and they'll do like tap takeover mm-hmm. where so you can still do like the brewery tour, but like in their huge like hall, mm-hmm. you can get food. They have like usually it's all their beers on tap or bottled or canned. But they'll do, like, tap takeover where it's, like, all Milwaukee breweries that they'll just have on tap or have bottles and cans available. So, like, you can go and literally just try whatever you want to. I mean, obviously, you're paying for it. But, like, it's, like, a cool concept. They have a huge location, like, right on the river. So, I think the Wisconsin culture of drinking is known nationally. I can say when I was Like, the most alcoholic state. Well, like, I was in Portland, and I went out for a beer by myself. Uh, My friends were both doing other things. And I sat down, and the bartender asked me for my ID. He sees it's from Wisconsin. And he goes, oh, you guys like to drink. And just, like, hands it back to me. Whereas, like, everybody else who was around me sat down for, like, a beer. And I I stayed for, like, four, probably. I mean, it just, like... It's, we operate on such a different level. I feel like we take like casual drinking like to the max. It's like, but we, I feel like I can casual because you do it all the time. Like, I feel like I can sit down with a friend and have eight beers and not be like, oh my God, like sloshing around, hammered. Like, yeah, I probably shouldn't get in my car. Like, I should Mm -hmm. take an Uber, but like, yeah, I can still fully articulate my, my words. I can think five, like, 
we had five last night and then a couple glasses of wine and I feel like I went to bed. Yeah, I fell asleep not, woke up feeling fine. Like, not like drunk no. at all. I, granted, that was like over a period of time. Yeah. But, but I definitely still, think that other places in America I, don't do it that way. I also think of like the first time we went to London mm-hmm. and how the people that we had made friends with like totally underestimated like I don't want to, like, brag about drinking abilities, but, like, our drinking abilities. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, ugh, you could never keep up with us. But it's like, bro, your beers on tap are, like, 3% alcohol. <laughs> the ones that I drink at home are, like, 7%, and I drink, like, 12 of them. <laughs> That's too much. Like, <laughs> that is I, like too much, just but... <laughs> saying, like, in a whole night out, like, if we go out at, like, 5 p.m. and we're out somewhere and, like, just casually go from place to place, yeah, I might have 12 beers. And I'm usually not completely fucked. So, like, yeah, drinking your beers that are, like, 3 to 4%, I am fine. And I'm drinking even with you. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. I can't like... raise no bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've said that once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from alcohol, like, what other, like, Wisconsin hobbies... I feel like What'd in Wisconsin, think? a lot of hobbies tend to revolve around the outdoors. Mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of, like, lakes and rivers and we have Lake Michigan, like, and, like, the glacial, like, trails. Like, I think it's just great for, like, hiking and fishing and camping and mm-hmm. hunting and all of the outdoorsmen type things. I know, like, I grew up in a house of, like, outdoorsmen. My dad and my brother, hunters and fishers all year round. When I was a kid, I used to fish all the time. I didn't really like it because I wasn't very good at it. Also, I get bored really easily. So, like, if I wasn't catching fish, I was like, this is stupid. (laughs) This is dumb. (laughs) Um, Also, like, I went hunting once. Didn't love it because we went in, like, it was, like, the last weekend in the winter. And it was so freaking cold. We were up in in Hurley, (laughs) Wisconsin. Yeah, silently for, like, eight hours. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I love fucking talking. Mm Mm-hmm. I was also, like, 12. I was a 12-year-old girl sitting outside in negative-degree weather for, like, eight hours, silently. I had snot just, like, running down my face. I was not into it. It was not for me. I'd yeah. maybe consider, I'd like, bond like in pheasant the hunting or, like, turkey game. hunting <laughs> or, like, something in the fall or spring where it's not three feet of snow on the ground, negative 30-degree weather, just that's not for me but mm-hmm. yeah also i'd much rather spend bonding time with my father at some sporting event mm-hmm. yeah in the summer or early yes. fall <laughs> yes. again uh not in the cold weather not going to that packers luckily, game i was gonna say luckily December like the brewers have an indoors <laughs> indoor stadium now so okay so also when you talked about like initially when you said something about like wisconsin hobbies being outdoorsy every tinder bros profile was like i'm into hiking yeah no shit because you're from wisconsin (laughs) or if (laughs) not a hot take every date that i kind of had to go not every day like i generally would like kind of skip over the outdoorsiest dudes because after enough like, hiking dates i just was like like i physically can't take another hiking date <laughs> i'm just like super not into it <laughs> see maybe it's because you were out here in madison like in milwaukee i don't think i ever i've driven out to like blue mounds 
park though like out towards waukesha what? which is beautiful um and i've gone out yeah, to like governor I dodge like i do enjoy had never gone on like a hiking date i enjoy an a nice hike date, but i also I probably was not that. swiping right on the extra outdoorsy people because yeah it's just not for me like my boyfriend he was a boy scout eagle scout whatever mm-hmm. he likes camping we're just not like let's go live outside for two weeks and fish and live off the land (laughs) it's just not us like we're like let's get an airbnb in this major metropolitan area and go eat at nice restaurants (laughs) i just think it was too much for like first dates because i i can get down with like a few i went on one it was actually a second date though Mm -hmm. we had met for coffee once and then we went to like lion's den okay in like uh like grafton area i Mm -hmm. think or like poor washington it's like a pretty big like nature preserve it was it was fine it's just you know nothing special i can't say that i am now into fishing i know I've... you're the biggest fisherwoman <laughs> been to thank for that i'm not the biggest fisherwoman there's a lot of weekends where he's like what are we doing this weekend and i said are you going fishing? <laughs> Mostly implying like, what are we doing this weekend? Well, you're going fishing. <laughs> I'm laying on this couch or I'm going to I'm brunch. I'm online shopping <laughs> and then going to brunch. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my tried and true hobbies, which I, I really do enjoy I fishing. think that's important though. I mean, mm-hmm. in a relationship to like not yeah. just latch onto someone else's yeah lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, fly fishing is super fun. That's a new hobby of mine that I I really do enjoy. Yeah, I've enjoyed like trying new styles of fishing, but I don't always want to do it, and I think that that's okay. Yeah, um, but it is super fun. I will probably never hunt. No. No, I don't think so. If you're not hunting, fishing, hiking, <laughs> or drinking. <laughs> All of those activities also involve drinking, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah, if you're not hunting and drinking, fishing and drinking, hiking and drinking, (laughs) drinking Then you're not in Wisconsin. Just kidding. We all sound alcoholic. We're not. There's a fair share. (laughs) Then you're drinking and watching the Packers, or you're drinking and watching the Brewers. I think (laughs) people in Wisconsin take their sports so... Yeah, y'all bleed green yes. and gold i literally were. wrote down in my book wisco or die yeah like if you're not rooting for the home team gtfo like there's people that i work with and people that i know who are not like packers fans i feel like mm-hmm. overall like baseball like me and um basketball everyone is like a milwaukee fan mm-hmm. and then it's like football like so many people are like across the board and mm-hmm. as i've gotten older like that's a weird thing like usually it was like Packers are bust. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, nah, I'm like a fan of this team or I'm a fan of that team. And like, yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan or my dad was a Browns fan. So I'm a Browns yeah, fan. And it's like, like they pick, there's like, a the few people that teams. I work with who are like Vikings fans, but they were oh, born sure. and raised in Wisconsin. And I'm like, why are you a Vikings fan? It's like, oh, well, like my rock. grandpa was a Vikings fan or like my uncle who was from Minnesota was. <laughs> a vikings fan but it's like oh yeah that's like that person must have been influential in your life but right um you'll They're never like- catch me rooting for a team that's not from wisconsin unless that team can benefit my team in some way by winning sure yeah it's playoff time and you need yeah. they need someone to win, to win yeah. or lose or whatever yeah 
Yeah, I can see that. I am not a Wisconsin sports fan. As we've discussed previously. Yeah. You're a Seattle fan. Yeah. Except you're a Bucks fan, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Until we get our Supersonics back. Wah, wah, wah. (laughs) Whatever. Giannis is staying in Milwaukee. Hopefully that. Do you think that? Ben was just talking to me about whether or not he believes that the contract is going to be renewed. We were talking about it last night, and my man, who is a huge NBA fan, he's Mm -hmm. always been into basketball. He used to coach basketball. He thinks that Giannis will stay. Regardless of the amount that they're going to pay well, him, or he do you said think that, that the Bucks pay? can pay him the most. They can. There's well, there's salary capping in the NBA, mm-hmm. so it's not like certain teams have an exponentially higher cap. Mm-hmm. So it would literally just come down to like cutting certain players and like rearranging their team in a way that like he was okay with it. Do you think that the Bucks are going to be able to pay Giannis? and restructure and I think the Bucks to would be, do a lot to keep Giannis and continue to be finals level yeah team yeah is my question because right you get these and it, I I mostly follow the NFL the closest yeah so that's like where my expertise would fall teams that have won a Super Bowl then pay their quarterback after the Super Bowl a super super high amount thus leading to not being able to pay every single other player as much money as they deserve generally don't make it back so they don't win another super bowl and so that's what i would worry about and i don't know if that equates to the nba the bucks have shit the bed two years in a row with the team that they have um we were talking about it yesterday this is what took me so long to get here this year sucks this year was literally heartbreaking it's like if the pandemic had never happened i wonder what would have happened the bucks were we were winning six so good yeah yeah Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But we were talking about it before I came here yesterday. And, like, we were talking about it. And he was saying that, like, if it came down to, like, shifting a player like Middleton and, like, cutting him to a different, like, trading him to a different team and opening up that salary Mm -hmm. range to give Giannis a fatter salary. And then bringing on a guy who is right around the same level as Middleton, maybe better, but, like, we can pay him less because he's, like, a newer, like, a newer player, mm-hmm. like, just a different, a different player. Find someone who's not making as much on a different team, but is very good. You know? Yeah. Like, we'll see. Yeah. That's always, the, that's always the thought in the NFL. Giannis has also in been it. in Milwaukee for a long time. So there's you that, too. You would he would be a loyalist, but players like lebron i mean he wants money and he wants a title he wants to be the best which i don't blame him frankly Same. he is the best he just deserves the title now exactly so <laughs> hopefully he thinks that he can win it with the bucks yeah because i think that's honestly what it might come down to is like yeah yeah that would be ideal but i will say if we zoom back out <laughs> this literally took a turn but it's fine <laughs> we, i i really could talk with sports with you i know forever um but if you zoom out a little bit of like people in wisconsin really being sports fans it's like such a central part of everybody's day i think it's like a part of people's identity here mm-hmm. for sure like and who, i who am i without these sports teams oh absolutely yeah. i had a breakup wherein i and this is 
probably different, but I think that a lot of people in Wisconsin would feel the same way. I had a breakup where my ex was also a Seahawks fan and I felt like I can't be a Seahawks fan anymore because that's like too close to what that relationship was. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but then who am I if I'm not a Seahawks fan? This is my fan? team. This is my identity. Yeah. Right. Like, what else do I identify as when it comes to this major yeah. part of my life? Um, if I'm not bleeding green and gold, if I'm not yeah. cheering for the brew crew, like, go brew crew. Who, who <laughs> am I? Right. So I think that that's like a really, really big part of. Yeah. And going to Wisconsin games, even though I'm not like. They're so the fun. Biggest Wisconsin fan. Like, obviously, we worked at Miller Park. So, like, we know that I that think, is the greatest time on the I planet. I was going to say, I think that, like, fans in Wisconsin are, like, a different breed. Oh, yeah. I've never been to, like, games outside of, like, my city. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like just watching, like, TV half the time as I see, like, stadiums and arenas, like, half full. Like, even when the Brewers or the Bucks suck. The stadium and the People arena are still, coming. Are still mm-hmm. packed. They're still full up until the nosebleeds. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, Lambo is literally always sold out. Like, yeah. Packers fans actually travel really well. I can say that mm-hmm. I went to the Seahawks versus Packers game back in 2012, 13. Wow, rough era. So the Fail Mary game is yeah. actually the game that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I know. That's what I was like. Um, <laughs> Packers fans traveled so well. Mm-hmm. That they, you could hear them cheering, go pack, go. And we, as Seahawks fans, chanted back, go back home. Probably sounded like, go pack, go. Right. That was (laughs) the point was. Losers. They were saying, go pack, go. And so we were saying, go back home. Funny I said losers, but we lost. (laughs) That game. And then the NFC Championship. Whatever. We don't need to fight. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Feeling really added right now. Those. (laughs) those Packer fans, they really do travel well. Yeah. I will say that they show up and they show up like really strong. I think there's Packers fans. I think that about like the Brewers too. I Mm -hmm. I know so many people that will like travel to like St. Louis or like St. Louis, St. Louis or like (laughs) obviously down to Chicago. Like St. Louis. (laughs) St. Louis. Sorry, I was watching Gossip Girl last night and Louis was on and he stopped the the article, well, short story that Dan wrote that Vanessa released. Yeah. Dan was obsessed with Blair. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Louis. uh. Add us on Patreon if you want to hear (laughs) our Gossip Girl episodes. (laughs) That's really something we need to focus on. Yeah. Sorry. Um, But I just know so many people that, Mm -hmm. like, travel to different, like, baseball stadiums to go see the Brewers play. Mm -hmm. Like, And, like, spring training even. Like, I know so many people have gone to, to, like, Arizona to literally watch Brewers spring training. Mm -hmm. Camp Randall, too. Here in Madison. Uh, We, I would say we need to go this fall but it's obviously rip <laughs> not an option but um we have um i've gone to camp randall several times and seriously badger games are the most fun you tailgate as hard if not harder than you would have if you're going to a packers game it's because it's college students <laughs> right but seriously madison madison knows how to tailgate um and they just, like, do, like, crowd stuff so well, I think. I can't, honestly, not even just football. Badger basketball games. I feel like tailgating in too. general is, like, I think Wisconsin oh, yeah, does it Wisconsin. so much differently than everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, 
get out your grill. It's like a full spread. You got burgers, brats, Polish, hot dogs. We got potato salad, coleslaw, potato chips of like seven different varieties, chips and salsa, beer, 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 beers on beers on (laughs) beers. Like you have so much food, especially if you have like a big group. Like it just is crazy. We don't have to talk about what happened after, but do you remember the time that we stole that grill? Yeah, I do. During a day. It was one of my proudest moments. <laughs> Although, like, I was very out of control know, that day. I know. It we was were, like, walking back out to the... Probably too much. It was probably way too much. We were, like, walking back out to our car. We, like, left before the game was over, I'm pretty sure, because no one was outside. And I just, yeah. like, remember, like... Because it was, like, a rainy day anyways for baseball. I'm about to admit something that I fully regret. Taking glass beer bottles off of the trunks of people's cars that they were just like sitting there because they like left to go back in and just like throwing them and like smashing them on the ground what is wrong with us i don't know and then i stole a grill yeah we 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 stole stole the grill grill. put it in your trunk yeah it got a good use out of it (laughs) it's not like we like wasted it yeah (laughs) what is wrong with us i don't know (laughs) i also feel like um besides sports like Wisconsin has a lot of different, like, festivals. Oh, yeah. Like, especially, like, cultural festivals. Mm-hmm. Especially Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Like, the Summerfest Grounds, which Summerfest is, like, the world's largest music festival. Mm-hmm. It's usually every summer. It's, like, two weeks. Every single night there's, pff, what, seven or eight headliners. Like, big name acts. Biggest in the amp, which is, I think it's American Family Amphitheater now, but. Mm-hmm. You know. Was it called something else? I've only it, ever known it as, like, American Family. It used to be the Marcus Amphitheater. Oh, maybe I did know that. Yeah. And then American I I Family, I think, it bought changed. it. Um, but of like, course they did. They're buying yeah. everything in the state. Fuck American Family. <laughs> it's always going to be Miller Park. It's never American Family Field, okay? Fuck you, American Family Field. It's Miller Park. <sighs> Seattle's felt the same way a few times. Um, But, like, on the Summerfest grounds, there's, like, Polish Fest, Irish Fest, Festa Italiano, uh, Mexican Fiesta, Indian Summer. Indian summer. Yeah. There's like an Oktoberfest. I don't know if it's called Oktoberfest or like German Fest. Mm-hmm. There's just literally like every ethnicity that you can think of. Bastille Day is not. Bastille Day is not at Summerfest, not at but summer it's at Cathedral Grounds. Square Park in Milwaukee. My favorite festival, my favorite space in Milwaukee. It's wonderful there. I love Bastille Days more than anything. It's like a block from Third Coast, and I was actually mm-hmm. sad that they didn't have it this year, because every year I'd, like, walk over and, like, get some food before my shift. Oh, or yeah. like The food. Yeah. I'd just, like, walk over, grab something from, like, Lake Park or some their stand or whatever, but... <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of different, like, festivals in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I know Madison you said, like, does um, some, like, art festivals downtown on the square. We do Bratfest. Yeah. Which, like, okay, you really dedicated an entire festival to Bratwurst. And then we do uh, totally worth it. <laughs> of the beer festivals here. Wow. So we have um, Beer and Cheese Fest. We have Taste of the Midwest, which is, like, a gigantic craft beer festival. Yeah. And there's, like, a few other smaller ones that happen occasionally. But those are, like, really some of the main ones that I can think of. Yeah. As far as festivals go. There's just a lot. Like, I feel like there's always something to do. Mm-hmm. In the summer. Like, Mm-hmm. We really from like we really cram it. We in. really thrive from like June <laughs> until September, and then it's winter. Yeah, then you've got a few Packers games to look forward to, and then it's really just 
desolate. Winter. And then it's like, why do I live here? <laughs> yeah. I literally am risking my life to just drive 15 minutes to the store. <laughs> to get to work? To yeah. make money Driving instead of being able to work from home? Driving to work is the most terrifying thing sometimes in the winter. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, like, I think back to when I worked at the bakery and I'd have to get up and leave by, like, 3 o'clock in the morning because I'd mm-hmm. have to brush my car off. Oh, None yeah. of the streets are plowed at that time. Nope. Like... Right, and if you're just, not driving a four-wheel drive vehicle... Nah, bro, I always drive a car. Yeah. I always drive, like, sedan. a car. Yeah, like, oh, it's not ideal for Wisconsin winters. Right, but like, and that's not even a place that you can be like, hey, a blizzard did last night. I'm going to work from home until the streets right. are plowed. It's like, oh, you're not going to come in to bake off all the product for mm-hmm. sales today. That <laughs> happens, honestly, even at my job where we probably could do the work from home and it snows so bad and people with really crappy cars decide to risk their lives and drive on the interstate 40 minutes into work versus me who has to traverse like through town and like my car doesn't stop at the stoplight because it's all ice and snow and slush and whatever and it's like there's no reason that we need to be leaving our houses when it's this snowy. If, this is if the pandemic has proved anything, it's, it's that 80% of work and school can just be done from home. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day that snow days will no longer be a thing because Zoom class right, it just needs to is be 100% an, functional. Right. It's an online work day or it's an right. online school day. Like, Sorry. That's fine. I would much rather do that than have to... Sometimes in the winter, like, leaving my house is, like, I would rather just eat these crackers that are in my cabinet mm-hmm. than drive to the grocery store Ooh. to get a meal. There were times that I blew off class days in a row because of yeah. snow. And my campus was two blocks big. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't walk the two blocks to class Ooh, because of the snow. I hated the winters. Like, <laughs> college and the noodles. winter was, like, the worst. <laughs> I don't know if that's lazy or if it's just realistic that like why do we live here? Yeah, I don't I honestly don't know. It's horrible. I guess it's for all the positive reasons that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Ice fishing is kind of fun except for when you lose your phone in the lake. Everything else about it is actually pretty exciting. If by exciting you mean really boring, maybe. Alright, you need to come ice fishing. With I us. don't want to go ice fishing. You really need to I don't want to. Okay. I've been ice fishing. Well, then don't judge it. <laughs> I've been ice fishing. When? When I was younger. Right. I used to go fishing and shit with my dad all the right. time. I'm saying you should attempt it as an adult to gain a new perspective. By younger, I don't mean a child. That's fine. I mean, I just definitely wasn't like a 30-year-old, but I was not like five. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. I don't like being outside in the cold. I don't want to be on a shanty on the ice because it freaks me out. I know that the ice is like 12 inches thick and I'm probably not falling through, but it still freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, you're 100% not falling through. Yeah, I know that. And like, I understand <laughs> that I'm not falling through. It just weirds me out and I don't like it. Right. No part of it is fun to me. And that's just my feelings. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion on ice fishing. It's just not for me. Donna's extremely defensive about being suggested to go ice fishing. Yeah, I'm not doing it, okay? You're not convincing me. I will go fishing with you in the summer any day you ask. Well, not any day. Probably not. Whatever. But, like, (laughs) I will go warm fishing with you, but I will not go ice fishing. Mm -hmm. I... Totally derailed us (laughs) with your anti-ice fishing tirade. Really sorry, everyone. I just... I have a lot of feelings about it. Okay. 
I think I've been really screwed up because of the outdoor hunting activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the cold. Yeah. I think it's really turned me off to outdoor. Have, oh, when we were talking about um, working from home, working online, doing school online, I said sorry. Well, sorry. So I really <laughs> feel like we should touch on the Wisconsin vernacular and accent and the things that we say that nobody else says. Like, watch the Manitowoc Minute. Dude. Dude on I hate that it's so (laughs) realistic. It's the most true. Oh, yeah. So Judy down at Pick and Save told me that buns were going to go on sale this week. So hot ham and rolls will be half off. (laughs) Ew, I really hate that I just said all that. Mostly Um, because it happened on Sunday or (laughs) because... Oops, because I just did it like an hour ago. (laughs) Um, There's definitely so many words that are like Wisconsin vernacular... Yeah, we sound almost Canadian. I have cousins down in Alabama, and I remember going down to visit while they were in college, and everybody was like, oh, are you Canadian? I was like, no, I just live in Wisconsin. I always <laughs> call you Canadian, because sometimes it comes off real thick. Yeah. Which is it's funny. strange, since I yeah. lived half in Illinois to begin yeah. with. I think it's my like accent is just a little adaptive. It's not like, though, Illinois is like that far away from where we are now it's not you know what i mean like i would say my family has more chicagoland accents though yeah. compared to me the bears yeah <laughs> chicago chicago um <laughs> yeah even you say it like a wisconsinite too oh whatever <laughs> born and raised baby wisconsin yeah stop and go lights wisconsin <laughs> i'm sorry what did you just say <laughs> wisconsin wisconsin <laughs> i don't know where that is but doesn't sound like a place I want to go. Oh, or Wisconsin. Yeah, duh, because all we do is win, 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 no matter what. Oh, God. Go home. <laughs> all right, leave. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and <laughs> we'll see you never. Uh, just kidding. We're still here. And we're all talking about our boots. <laughs> I feel like stopping goal lights mm-hmm. is a totally wisconsin thing i don't know anywhere else it says i think they're just stop lights um what else a time machine instead of an atm mm-hmm. um the, the water fountains you mean a bubbler mm-hmm. which is think. actually called a bubbler because that was the model of drinking fountain that came out of kohler wisconsin they produced the model that was put into schools and restaurants so and you're talking about brand name mm-hmm. bubbler yep so bubbler was the actual so that makes sense of mm-hmm. referring it wasn't to... just like someone was like oh yeah let me get a drink out of that they're bubbling water fountain yeah they didn't just make up no bubbler. it was like it was like the it's like tissues and kleenex right right if kleenex... you said pass me a kleenex i would still hand you a tissue if it right. wasn't kleenex exactly it's but the that's same like thing. your vernacular yep. for it yeah so bubbler oh was just the the product that mm-hmm. came out of kohler Mm-hmm. when like drinking fountains were like popularized and like put into different public locations yeah i know we can't have them because because of corona <laughs> it's fine <laughs> i'm fine everything's fine change the name of this podcast because <laughs> everything just like i know everything, everything that we mentioned are like for corona but you can't do that anymore because of corona but you can't go there because of corona all the festivals are shut down because of corona <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh sports well they're back but you can't go to them only watching on tv mm-hmm. because of corona mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i also feel like there's a thing as like 
Midwestern hospitality, and I do think that people from Wisconsin are very oh, yeah. friendly. Mm-hmm. I know that I can be, like, kind of rude sometimes, um, but I think overall, like, if a stranger's like, hey, can you direct me to here? Like, oh, yeah, two lefts and then a right. <laughs> I don't know you anything, but for some reason, I'm always going to tell you where to go. I just think we're friendly people. Yeah, I think that people from Wisconsin are extremely approachable. Been to, like, L.A. or other places on the West Coast. You don't yeah. get that same vibe from people. Yeah, I can see that. And you do I've here. never been to either coast, really. I mean, I was mm-hmm. in Portland, but I don't consider that the coast. But Yeah, there's southern hospitality. But, like, people in the Midwest really are very nice, very yeah. generous. Yeah. There's, like, other podcasts that I listen to that they, like – have traveled the world and have mentioned wisconsin over and over about like the generosity or hospitality that they received while they were here wow in our cities so i i do think that that is very much a real thing and i expect it too like at the grocery store in public like expect to be smiled back at or for someone to open the door for you i was gonna say for someone to answer but i feel like these little things no one's ever like screw you Mm -hmm. it's always like yeah People hold the door open or people will be like, oh, excuse me. Or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, right. You don't go to the people check- have manners. I guess. Yeah, like, like you go <laughs> to like the checkout line at the grocery and they're like, how are you today? Yes. The amount of like you- small talk conversations I don't think happen everywhere. Mm-mm. Like oh, there's been other times that like we've been checking out like at the grocery in London and literally no interaction until it's like. Swipe your card or insert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just... <laughs> insert or tap. <laughs> yeah, ignoring me the entire time until you until want my money. Until payment. <laughs> Versus here, it's like, how are you today? How's the weather? There is it stopped raining yet? Is it going to snow yes, this weekend? Like, like, even, like, just going to, like, Starbucks for coffee in the morning. Like, how's your day? Where are you going? You got mm-hmm. any fun things planned today? And it's like, well, I'm just going to work. And they're like, oh, well, it looks like you got to sleep in at least a little bit. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, true, I did. I feel obligated to make that exact same small talk, Literally, too, as a bartender or yes, as, I, like, a right. paralegal. I don't know if it's because we've worked in, like, service, service? industry that we're, like, like oblige people who are also in kind of, like, the service position. But I talk to, like, mental health professionals who but do the same thing. Also, it's like, right, like, if this person is going out of their way, they don't have to make small talk. Mm-hmm. They could easily just take my payment and close the window or, like... Yep take my order and walk away they don't need to chit chat mm-hmm. and this person is like making an effort maybe not to like get to know me but like just to be friendly like they at least deserve the same in return yeah so yeah nothing negative has ever come out of wisconsin friendliness yeah i don't think so maybe a serial killing or two but <laughs> there's enough <laughs> who wisconsin knows? serial killers but <laughs> who knows i don't know i mean was that guy kind Maybe. What? Ed Gein. Ed Gein. It's Ed Gein. No, it's Ed Gein. I promise you it's Ed Gein. It is not Ed Gein. Yes, it is. I promise you it's not. It's Ed Gein. Where did you hear Ed Gein? On every single true crime podcast that I listen to. Well, they're not from Wisconsin, so they're saying it wrong. It's a misconception. It is not a misconception. Yes, it is. All right. This is to be determined off air. We will. I will fight to the death. It is not a gain. Because I've also watched numerous documentaries mm-hmm. where it's gain, not gain. And I trust the documentaries more than a true crime podcast. Okay. Should we do a would you rather? I think so. 
What you got for me? It's a very simple one. Oh, all right. Would you rather watch the Brewers win the World Series or the Bucks win the championship? You can only pick one. I mean, I'll probably never live to see either because they both keep shitting the bed in the fucking and Sure. Oh. So, hypothetically, you can which pick one to I win. I think I choose the Brewers because I've been the number one Brewers fan longer. Mm-hmm. So, like, they've been disappointing me longer. So I really need a win from them. Whereas like I've only been the biggest Bucks fan for like two years, and then like when I was a kid, but like I didn't care. So sure. mm-hmm. I think I would go with Brewers because they've just been disappointing me for like twenty seven years, and just could really use a W. <laughs> Whereas like the Bucks, they're pretty good. They'll probably end up winning anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd pick the Bucks. I know. I figured. Since you're not a Brewers fan. <laughs> I like the Brewers, but they're not your team, so. No, not really. Exactly. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't take much more disappointment out of Milwaukee sports teams. <laughs> the other day when the Bucks, the other day, a few weeks ago when the Bucks were knocked out of the playoffs, I was like, I literally am turning to my dad and I can't take these Milwaukee sports teams anymore. I was like, I get my hopes up every freaking year, and every year they make it into postseason or playoffs or whatever, and I fucking shit the bed, and I can't do it any longer, because I get my (laughs) hopes way up, because the teams are actually so good, and then who knows what happens, and they just can't fucking come through, and I am getting... Too old to be depressed. <laughs> now that teams. we're thirty, now that I'm thirty, I can't do that anymore because all that sadness is going to cause more wrinkles, mm-hmm. and I don't need to be getting injections quite yet. <laughs> all right. So my question to you is to is to is would you rather give up all? micro beers everywhere and only be able to drink light beer or only drink micro brews from Wisconsin oh. nothing else so wine and vodka are being excluded everything from this is like out of, it's just in regards to beers so it's not like, well, if I can't drink that and I only can have light beer, I'm just going to drink White Claw. Which is exactly what I was saying. Yeah, you can't do that. So, like, in this scenario, you're <laughs> beer only allowed to drink beer. Beer is the only alcohol beer. left on yeah. Earth. Yep. Oh, Wisconsin beers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's they, what I would do, too. There, yeah. There's such a plethora Yeah. It's kind of what I was thinking. Beer. I, like, tried to come up with something better, and then I was like, it's not, like, the worst, but, like... I, I know people who would say... They would choose the no, light beers. Give me light beer so that I can consume volume. Yeah. That's what, I, no. like, kind of thinking, but also then I was like, you know what? There's some micros that are, like, high alcohol percentage, and I could just drink two of them and be mm-hmm. good to go. And there really are some of my favorite beers on the planet that are not from Wisconsin. Yeah. Really a lot of them. Yeah. Are not from here, but the amount of quality beer that's around... I could get by. That's kind but of. But I would really I was prefer thinking those that... over Bud Light. 
bush light <laughs> miller light <laughs> yeah. yeah so if those are my options then yeah i'm going like old even style if it's, if it's spotted well i do love an old style i, I know <laughs> but if it's spotted cow or miller lights for the rest of my life like taking cows every day yeah yeah i don't even like spotted cow anymore i know that was such like an early 20s phase it's a transitional beer is how i like to phrase mm-hmm. it to people for sure like when you're like it gets you from like bud beer. light to a saison probably some sort yeah. of like half a vice or a lager yeah for sure it's a transition beer for sure makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like being 20 it's like being 20 all <laughs> over again it's so much fun i love it mm. <laughs> go back to our time travel episode i'm not yeah. going back <laughs> we're not going back we're not we're not choosing that <laughs> All right. I think that that wraps it up for this week. And you guys only have a couple more weeks now to get into our giveaway. Giveaway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So as we've discussed before with you, go to iTunes and rate and review. Take a screenshot of your review. Send it to us either on Instagram, Facebook, via email. So Instagram at Bottomless Bubbles Podcast. Facebook is the same bottomless bubbles podcast at gmail.com and you will be entered to win our spooky halloween giveaway grand prize yeah the grand prize (laughs) so spooky um so bubbly yeah so don't miss out (laughs) who knows when your next opportunity will come around okay maybe it won't maybe this is it just kidding it's not it (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) the Hmm. fakest laugh I've ever had. (laughs) As always, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Bubbles Podcast. Follow me, JJ Zacek, on Instagram. I can be found on Instagram at Amalia Becker. All one word. Wow. No spaces. Wonderful. No caps locks. No (laughs) underscores. No exclamation points. She's really unique, you guys. So, Adamalia Becker. And she's really pretty. You should follow her. <laughs> Thanks. All right. I think that does it. We're gonna we're gonna hang up before things just get out of control. <laughs> All right. It's that guy. Cheers, everybody.